Welcome to Bitch Talk, booze interviews straight from the heart of San Francisco. I'm Erin. That's Ange. Hi. That's Char. Hello. You can find us at bitchtalkpodcast.com where you can sign up for our monthly e-news. For behind-the-scenes videos and two-minute clips of our interviews, head to our YouTube channel and subscribe. You can find us every other Thursday morning at 9.30 a.m. at bff.fm. And if you like what you hear, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For the love of God, do it. It really helps. Hey, Bitch Talkers. We're all back in the same Zoom room. It's Aaron and Ange and Shar. Uh, not, I don't know. Are we any worse for wear after the last couple weeks or are we better off? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. What does that mean? I know I'm starting this off really weird. We just had a really intense conversation. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> just to let you guys know, uh, that are listening, we, we just came out of an intense catch up, but now we're going to be really fun and playful. Yeah. Now um, talk about how everything is awesome. Yeah. Everything is so great. <laughs> everything is awesome. <laughs> Uh, I actually want Ange to talk about her whole vacation to Mexico because, you know, Shar and I are just sitting on our asses at home <laughs> uh, doing nothing. Right. So. Thanks. Absolutely nothing. We're just waiting for your arrival from Mexico. I know that life doesn't happen unless I'm there. No, so and I, I assume to it's be, been boring for you. I, yeah, it's been totally boring and nothing's been <laughs> happening. We've done nothing. But um, I actually I, I I'll preface this as Ange went to Mexico for her birthday and got to see a friend of hers. But on her way out, I was confused about when you were actually leaving and then you're sending us all these texts from the airport. <laughs> so I was already confused by your leaving. So I can mean, you start from there? Well, I also made a video and I'm so glad I didn't send it to you because I watched it later and I was like, oh, I'm surprised I caught my flight. Uh, so I was surprised. I was worried. I, I was know what happened. Yeah, I was on one. So I, I, I purposely booked a flight for basically midnight because I had to put my mom to bed and I had to get to LAX from Orange County and LAX sucks balls. I hate this airport. So I was, I wanted to give myself enough time. Um, but you know, my bedtime is like 9 PM, 10 PM these days. So it was well, well past my bedtime. So I get to LAX and I was already nervous because I was flying out the day after they lifted the mask mandate for travelers. So I was like, yay, yeah, yay, yay for America. Me. So I was real paranoid, but uh, everyone was wearing their mask. Thankfully, uh, more more or less everyone. Uh, I didn't have any issues with that, so I was kind of relieved. Um, but the section of LAX that my flight was in, the terminal that it was in, you had to take a shuttle to. Like it's all this crazy. LAX is so huge that you know once you get in and get through security, then you need to take a shuttle to get your to your terminal. So I didn't really know which section of the airport I was in. But when I entered. It was cool because all of the flights in this section, they were all going to either Mexico or the Philippines. And so it was all brown people in this terminal. I was like, yeah, this is awesome. I heard Spanish and Tagalog being spoken. I was like, yeah, my people. So that was cool. <laughs> but then I'm walking up and down the terminal. I can't find one bar. And this is an international <laughs> flight. So I'm there two and a half hours early. And I'm like, what am I going to do? Read? No, that's not going to happen. I brought a book, but just because, you know, to bring a book, I wanted to have a drink, you know? So I'm walking up and down and I go to a worker and I'm like, where's the bar? And he said, oh, this is a newer terminal. We don't have a bar. And like my jaw dropped. 
I'm like, what am I supposed to do? I took, like, I freaked out to him. Like I'm two hours early. What am I supposed to do? And he's like, well, you can go to the next terminal. You know, it's a bit of a walk, but you know, you can go and there's a bar there. So I was like, all right, fine, whatever. So I start walking and I find these cool things. They're called courtesy carts. And it's basically like a little golf cart and it's used to shuttle people to and from because LAX is so huge. And normally, you know, if there was a line or something, I wouldn't have taken the cart from some elderly or families or whatever, but nobody was there. And someone is just sitting there in a golf cart. And I was like, onto the bar. So they <laughs> took me to the bar. <laughs> the first bar uh, that was in the, the next terminal. And as soon as I sat down, I sat down in between these two guys uh, that were not flying together. Um, but as soon as I sit down, I just, you know, start chatting with one of them. And he's like, let me buy your first drink. And I was like, all right, cool. Thank you. So, we, so, so he's like, what do you want? And I was like, double bullet. <laughs> this is already bad. <laughs> this is bad. Double bullet. So we're talking really cool, like older guys, one of them. Um, he was going to visit his daughter. He had a daughter in the Philippines. He was going to visit her. So then we're talking about the Philippines and bonding over that. And then the guy to the right of me is from Mexico. So we're speaking in Spanish and totally like bonding over Mexico and, and the Yucatan as well, which is where I was going. So I'm talking to this first guy and the second guy, and it's just really nice, not awkward or, you know, gross or flirtatious at all. So I was just so happy. And, you know, I'm on vacation. So I'm just like, ah. Oh, I get to relax. So, you know, I have one drink and then I buy myself a second one and I'm like, okay, this is going to be my last drink. So then I finished the second one. And after I finished the second one, the, the guy to the right of me, the, the Mexican guy was like, oh no, let me buy you one more. And I look and it's only been like half an hour, 40 minutes. So I was like, okay, I could have one more. So then I have a third double bullet, uh, finish that one. And then I was like, okay, I got to go to my flight. And he's like, no, 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 let me buy you one more. And I was like, okay, but I'm going to take it to go. <laughs> so I have four double bullets within an Dude. hour. <laughs> and, um, and I was like, I'm all good. I'm let me get my I only ate a fucking egg also no. all day. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had dinner. I don't remember. Oh, I made meatloaf or something for my mom. So I had some meatloaf earlier in the night. So I was like, I'm all good. I'm going to be on, get on my courtesy cart, you know, for two miles to the next terminal. And it's all good. I get there, no courtesy carts. And I'm <laughs> buzzed as hell holding my drink, my full drink and with my luggage. And I was just like, oh, man. So I had to walk all the way, which took forever. And then I was like, I'm not even going to take the escalators because I'm tired now. So I'm going to wait for the elevator. So I, I'm waiting for the elevator. I let go of my bag, which I had a roller and then a backpack on top of the, yes. I let go of my bag. It goes to fall over. I go to catch it. My whiskey <sighs> spills all over. My <laughs> and I'm just like, and on the floor. Oh, wonderful. I was just like, oh my God, I'm a mess right now. And that's when I realized how drunk I am. And I'm like, oh my God, I have to catch my flight. What am I doing? Like, wake up, wake right, up. Right, right. So I take the escalator up and also I'm worried that somebody's going to slip on my spilled whiskey that's right outside of the elevator. So I go up to an employee and I was like, I'm so sorry. Someone needs to clean my whiskey. It's right outside of the elevator. And he's like, do you mean escalator? Because I just taken the escalator. Right, up. right. He was talking to me like I was a child. And I was like, oh, my God, I must. I must be yeah. very like, this is how he's talking to me. And I was like, no, the elevator, but I have to catch my flight. So I go running to my gate. 
And as soon as I get there, they're calling my name on the PA. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. Oh what my God. And she almost didn't get out of LA. Well, she- the reason is because I didn't pay, you have to pay a fee to, to exit and enter Mexico. It's like 30 bucks or something. And I didn't mm-hmm. pay it. So anyway, it was fine. They thought that I had a Mexican passport where you don't have to pay the fee, but I had an American passport. Anyway, I cleared it up and I made it on my flight, thankfully. And I just passed out like before she did always. Right? Yes. Left like a baby. But then I wake up and I have no idea what time it is. I have no idea how long I've been on the plane. All I know is I'm nauseous as fuck. And I was like, Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> and the seatbelt light is on and I'm looking around and it's nighttime. It's dark. And I was like, I need to go to the bathroom. I might throw up or something or faint, you know? Oh, I just wonderful. So I just bolt to the bathroom before anyone can stop me. And I'm like splashing water on my face. And I was like, oh my God, pull it together. You're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. And thankfully I bought a water before I got on the plane because I had already missed the drink, you know, drop off. So then I chug the water and I just sit down and I'm just like doing deep breaths. But the worst part was when you're wearing a mask, and you've drank whiskey and you've slept. You smell it. Yes. I, it smelled, I'm so sorry to our listeners. It smelled like I had a tube <laughs> coming from my asshole going into my mask. That's oh, how bad it smelled. Oh. Hangover breath, sleeping breath. And I'm like, oh, do I take my mask off? But I didn't want to like right. offend everyone around me. <laughs> so I was just like feeling nauseous, breathing my breath in a mask. And Ew. I was like, get me the fuck off this plane. So I made it off and I'm exhausted because I've only slept for like maybe four hours, but that's still not enough, you know? So I just like sleep on the first chair I see because I had seven hour layover in Mexico city. Right. So I just sleep for a minute and I'm just like, sleep it off. You know, I took Advil and then I woke up maybe about an hour later and my friend Stephanie had told me like, oh, you can go and rent like a little bed right outside of the airport. Like they have these like cabooses where you can rent beds. So I was like, maybe I'll do that because I still had, you know, four hours to kill or something. And then I found out it was outside of the airport and that seemed like too much trouble. So I found a restaurant with couches and I was just like, I ordered (laughs) breakfast and I slept for three hours. (laughs) They let you sleep there? Yeah, well, I kept waking up and it was like, (laughs) have you ever seen that scene in Garden State? Have you ever seen the movie Garden State? Of course, yes. So when Zach Braff, he takes ecstasy and he's sitting on the couch, like smiling and everyone around him is like, <laughs> but he's not moving from that seat. Yeah. That was me at the restaurant. Like, I'd like wake see you up, later. I'd wake up every like 20 minutes, half an hour. There'd be new people sitting around me and I look at the waiter and they're not telling me to leave. So then I just fall back asleep. It was amazing. Oh so I slept for about three hours and then I was good. I was good to go. So I get to Mexico And uh, I went to Merida, which is the capital of the Yucatan. So it's a a major city, a very wealthy city also, you know, lots of big money there. Um, And my friend lives in like a resort. Her house is huge. Like to walk from one end to the other takes like minutes. She has an office, two bedrooms, three baths, a swimming pool inside the house. And I'm just like in heaven. So of course I'm dipping in the pool the entire trip. And the, the cool thing about having an indoor pool is like, it's your living room, right? So instead of sitting in the couch, talking to each other, we're like in the pool. Like, so anyway, like you just chat in the pool, you have breakfast in the pool, coffee, morning coffee in the pool. Cause it's also 90 degrees, you know, more or less the entire time I'm there. 
So we just like lived in the pool. She hired or she got her um, masseuse to come over on my birthday. So I had a, <laughs> a massage poolside. I mean, she really took care of me. Um, but uh, yeah, I love the Yucatan. We had um, it was a magical weekend because all these events were happening. Uh, like the first opening day for their baseball team. Oh, yeah. The Yucatan Leones, the Lions. Uh-huh. It was opening day on that Friday. Oh, cool. So we went to the game. And of course, we're like four rows back right behind first base. The tickets were $20 for all right. weekend. We had three tickets. We only went to one game, but it was 20 bucks for, for the whole tickets. weekend. And we were like fourth row from the front, right behind first base. And it was awesome because we got to watch the team stretch. Oh, and that's that the was the most yeah, exciting hello. stretch. Oh, that my was God. my favorite, favorite part of being an intern at the Giants. <laughs> To be ne- you know, maybe I had never sat that close, but it's so true. It's like, oh, my favorite play of the game was the stretching. Yes. Like that's free what gaming. Left- yeah. I'm just like stretch. Yep. Yeah. Stretch. It's just in those pants too. In yep. those pants. All of it. Yep. And um, yeah. JT Snow for the record. Any if anyone's a giant. Oh, there, maybe we could find stretcher. Some- oh, I love this. <laughs> I love that I'm finding this out. Maybe we could find some YouTube videos of just pre-stretch. It was a lot of stretching. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hallelujah. Perf. Yeah. So, uh, and they have this huge uh, opening night ceremony with dancing and fireworks. And you know, it's Mexico, so there's no safety hazards. The fireworks were on the, the field like right in front of our faces, like afterwards, they had a crew cleaning up the fireworks from the field before the game started. So it was incredible. I've never seen a fireworks show from that close. And uh, yeah, so we had a lot of fun at the game. And then the next day, her friend was having a birthday party. So I got to meet her whole posse. And, and that was a shit show and really fun. And then the day after that, her friends um, were having an adult prom. And it was for their daughter who's graduating from high school. Uh, But because she is an expat and did online schooling, she wasn't able to have a dance or a legit like graduation ceremony. So they wanted to hold one for her. So we got all dressed up. We got our hair done and we went to this adult prom. I had like light. I bought a light up cape so I could like make do some moves on the dance floor. Of course you did. And people thought that we were famous because Stephanie had her light up poi and I had my cape and we were like performing. <laughs> and they were like, are you famous? That's <laughs> really funny. Yeah. So it was really fun. And her friends are like quality as fuck. Like these are expats that, you know, there's a certain type of expat that Uh, settles in different places. Like if you settle in a beach community, that's a certain type of expat, right? But if you settle in like a major city, you're really there for the culture because you're really into the culture and the art scene. And, you know, you don't, you know, if you just want to sit by the beach, no hate on that, but it's just a different kind of expat. So these are people that are really involved in the community and, um, and, and and also, you know, locals that, that she was friends with. It was just really cool meeting her, meeting her um, community and and partying with them and uh actually i have to give a shout out to courtney because she listens to bitch talk one of her friends um she said that we are her 11 a.m podcast because that's when uh, she wants to be engaged and laugh and hear a really good conversation so uh it's 11 a.m somewhere for courtney so thanks oh, for listening homie what's up courtney thanks for and, listening yeah and thanks for uh, showing me a good time um and i was just really impressed because in mexico everybody's wearing their fucking mask all the employees, 
everywhere you go, there's hand sanitizer everywhere. It's just not an issue. Yeah. And I, and I was talking to my friend about how you don't realize the PTSD from this until you go somewhere else. And it's just not a big deal. They're just right. wearing their mask. Correct. It's not political everywhere. And yeah. it's not a big deal. And like I told her, I even at the grocery store, I'm like ready you know, walking in with my mask, ready for a comment or something yep. just yep. because we just see it every day everywhere. And it was just so refreshing to be somewhere where it's just not a big deal. You just do it and everyone's fine. Mm -hmm. So that was really refreshing. Um, and then my last few days in Mexico, we visited my favorite thing are cenotes. Uh, for, yes. for those of you that don't know, the Yucatan in Mexico is the only place that has cenotes, which are underwater caves. Um, and the reason they have it is because of my other favorite thing, which is dinosaurs. There was a meteor that hit um, 66 million years ago. I looked it up just so I got the facts right. Um, and it's and it and the meteor, it's either the largest meteor or the second largest meteor to ever hit Earth. And it was the cause of the wipeout of the, dinos the dinosaurs. Um, and it hit right in the center of the Yucatan. It, it's mm. called this town called um, Shikshulub. <laughs> it's called the Shikshulub crater. And because of the force of the crater, it has created all these underwater caves called cenotes. So you can go swimming in them. You can snorkel in them. You can scuba dive in them, which is very frightening to me and dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> I've never done that. So we just hit up a bunch of cenotes and um, Mayan ruins. Oh, and my other favorite story is she told me that uh, there's so many cenotes everywhere. They're still finding them regularly. Hmm. And they were they were building a Costco near her. And there's a cenote in the Costco parking lot. <laughs> like, that's how prevalent they are. And I was like, those are my two loves. Is yeah, cenotes that's and Costco. Yeah. Take me there. Yeah. So anyway, we went cenote exploring, like to smaller ones, because some of them are real busy. But we found this really obscure small one. And okay. when we walked up to the cenote, it looked frightening. I was like, I'm not really comfortable going in there. And it was empty. And there were these like birds or bats just flying around in circles. But when you go <laughs> down into it, it was fine, but it's still, they're, they're a little bit scary. I think. So it's my, my question is I've seen photos and I've seen probably photos from you, but how do you get in if they're not like, there's no ladders or anything. No, right? there's ladders. There's oh, ladders. there are. I and thought some of them like, are rickety as fuck. Well, I'm yeah, just this seeing one you was... like scaling walls, <laughs> like no, to I get was, in and out. I was very conscious of my knee. Yeah, I was yeah. very careful. But this one was super rickety, the ladder. Oh, and and so we were the only two people in there and it was a smaller cenote. And as we were climbing up the ladder, we see this this like local man look peering in. And I was like, oh, shit, what does he want? Is, is everything all right? And when we came out, he he was just waiting there to tell us like, oh, you're so brave to go in there. He was like the other day, a family came of tourists and they looked and they got scared and they left. He's like, I, <laughs> he's like, I don't ever see people in this one. So he waited there just to tell just us. Just to like, tell you. Oh, we really he's proud of you. <laughs> yeah. Very yeah. brave. And, and then we and then um, on the day that I was leaving, I wasn't leaving until 4 p.m. So then we visited this Mayan ruin. It was called Mayapan. And we climbed up temples and we did poi. And it was really funny because this is what we used to do when we traveled together. We would go to Mayan ruins and just like play with our poi. It, um, if it, if nobody knows what poi is, that could sound. Um, yeah, I play with my poi. Yeah, that could, <laughs> it's. Um, it's a, a news. It originated by the Maori people in New Zealand. And it's like fire dancing, basically, like you have uh, two balls on the end of a rope and you swing them around with both of your hands. So anyway, we were doing poi on top of one of these temples and the employee came up and he was like, no, no, you can't do that. You can't do that. And I was like, oh, shit, are we like 
accidentally doing like a curse on these like ancient Mayan ruins. But it turns out they just wanted to preserve the ruins. And also it's dangerous because there are no uh, armrests or anything. And we're like, you know, 10, 20, 30 feet up in the air on the top of this pyramid. So it was for safety reasons. But um, we started calling ourselves Poi Assassins because we were like, are we dangerous? So anyway, that was my trip in a nutshell. It was perfect and magical. And uh, yeah, I could easily just live there forever. You didn't have any issues coming home? No, no, super like, easy. Okay. And with my global entry, which I will. I know. You I will it. keep raving about it. I got They in. should be sponsoring us. Yeah, it's just it was <laughs> because, yeah, it's horrible customs. And he just looked at my passport. You're good. He didn't ask me any questions. You know, those little sheets you have to fill out like yeah, yeah. this much. He didn't even look at my sheet. He was just like, you're good. And this is LAX where they could be real assholes, you know, so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. well, sounds like a good trip. When are you moving? <sighs> we'll see. When can oh. we have our bitch talk? Uh, you know, we can go to Mexico anytime. Are you kidding? We can go stay at her house. Retreat. I'm just putting that out there. But also I did have a side note. I had the runs the whole time. Which oh, is interesting. Well, well <laughs> welcome. welcome. And I was like, is my this? World. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm 41. So now I'm just Aaron. Like, that's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> bathroom wise, not, you know, not your regular your life is awesome. But bathroom wise. Yeah, it sucks, I'm just doesn't like, it? Isn't it the yeah. worst? And you're As like, where's the bathroom? Where? And then where I came I home the and it's like, fine. It was really odd. I don't well, understand. You've never had the runs in Mexico. Maybe I have for a day or two, but not the entire time, dude. Yeah. But no then I was now. like, oh, maybe I'm going to lose weight. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I already. Yeah, no, I guess it's a 41 year old thing, because when I went to Ecuador <laughs> three or four years ago, oh, I remember that Jeez. I on my way home, like the like the like the last four <laughs> or five hours of my trip. I was just like, uh, I'm not feeling right. And then all of a sudden it's like it started. It, it like hit me like a wave when I was in the airport leaving and then like almost crapped my pants on the way into the studio the next morning <laughs> it was just not good and it mm -hmm. bothered me for it, it haunted me for like i want to say <laughs> four or five days after i returned that i was just like dude if this is going on for two more days i'm going to the doctor yeah yeah it's dehydrating well, too yeah it must have been dehydration because it was so hot and obviously you know i was drinking but it didn't like I was eating good food, like quality mm. restaurants and stuff. I barely even ate street food. I don't even think I ate any. Yeah, we did. But, you know, so, yeah, it must have been dehydration because it was so hot. But it was still like, wow, I feel I mean, I'm sorry. Now I, you know, can. Yeah, can thanks. See what, what it feels After like for being you. friends for so long. <laughs> now you understand. I'm sorry for everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you now. As you should be. <laughs> uh cool i'm that's a great story and i hope you're planning your next trip soon because you deserve it so i am thank you but i also want to plan a trip to new orleans that's all i've been thinking about recently we're going in the fall we better be going why it's jazz fest right now this last right, weekend i've been listening oh well my favorite person now in the world who's there i can't tell if he's filming something or he actually lives there walton goggins um do you who watches righteous gemstones here nobody i just started watching it because of stephanie yeah Is, oh thank you stephanie again what stephanie okay why did you tell me to watch it yes yeah we've oh. had conversations about this show <laughs> for fuck's sake 
Have you, has, has uncle baby Billy come on yet? Um, I'm in episode like three or four. No. Okay. I don't think, well, he's the actor, but he's also been in vice principals. If you watch that, Mm -mm. he and Danny McBride are like really good friends. Um, what else has he been? I just, I love him. Well, once he comes on, you'll know who he is. And I love him. And he's been, he was at jazz fest this weekend and he's just been in new Orleans. And I'm like, if this guy lives in new Orleans, like I, I, that's one more reason to move, but I love me some Walton Goggins. If anyone out there feels the same way, please write in the real BT pod at gmail.com. Um, he's fantabulous. I love him. Do you not know him? Char? I'm pretty sure I do. Cause you, all the things you're mentioning, I've seen bits and pieces of, and I'm like, if I see him, I know exactly who you're you'll know about. exactly who he is. Anyways, I'm what's looking a, him up. Yeah. What's his Wal- name again? Walton Goggins, G O G G I N S. He's from the South. So, Oh yeah. Yes. I have seen. Oh, I'll go. <laughs> yes. Uncle Baby I have Billy. the episodes of uncle baby Billy. Yeah. It was just, it was a few days ago. No, I oh. forgot. Yep. Dude, Righteous Gemstones <laughs> yeah. is fucking awesome. And I so want good. I want her to be on, the sister. Mm. She has the best lines, I think, in that whole show. Yeah. I fucking love her. Oh, and you know what else I watched while I was um hungover? somebody somewhere? Yes. <gasps> so good. That yeah. show. Mm-hmm. The song, I, I replayed the song she sings in the first episode. I watched, I rewatched that part. Like I've rewatched the six, whole 10 times. <laughs> just the, the song that she sings with him, her friend back in her. Jeff, I was just like, I'm like, look, I am obsessed. Jeff yeah. Hitler. I know everyone says that's stupid. I'm obsessed, but I am obsessed with that show. I love it. Mm-hmm. You need to watch that, Char. Anyways, we don't need to talk which, about wait, which one. Well, somebody somewhere on HBO. Okay. Bridget well, Everett. Be- yeah, yeah, go ahead. No, well, also because right before we started recording, we just had like a 20 minute talk <laughs> about grief and yep. <laughs> loss. So yeah, grief talk. get back to us. It's just really, it's sweet. That's all mm-hmm. I have to say about that show. It's so sweet. And I, <laughs> oh. I don't know. Do you remember the episode where she leaves the job and then someone trips <laughs> in the office? In front of Jeff, the her friend, and he starts laughing. Oh, we had to, we replayed him. that oh. like four times because it was so fucking funny. <laughs> People falling is funny. Always. It is the best. Falling <laughs> and farting. Yep. Well, yeah. It's always gonna be funny. Yes, but I'm also obsessed with Abbott Elementary on ABC. I just watched the entire first season. Very good. Oh, you've been busy. I haven't been. It's been great. I mean, I have been, but I've been busy just watching shit on the couch. Um, you. Yeah. Yeah. It was a busy week. Well, gig- Oz- Ozark and Grace. Oh, just dropped. I haven't started it yet. Oh. And Better Call Saul. I don't know if you two watch mm. that. Also, Russian Doll and mm-hmm. second season. My friend. Yeah. Your friend. My yeah. friends. Your two buddies. Friends. Yeah. Natasha Leone. I want her on the show. And Charlie. Charlie's Charlie. adorable. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff dropping. Also, our friends at Blind Spotting just wrapped their second season. I saw that. I have, I have Bring big it. dreams, y'all. Bring it. They were recording it. I got to get a new jumper. I'm, got, I'm gonna buy a new jumper. I got to get a new jumper for the premiere. But I'm buying something fun, not with like a. Oh yeah, yours was cute. It was tie dye. What's not fun about? No, my I was thinking jumpers. about your jumper. <laughs> thinking about your fancy jumper. 
with oh, the Stephanie like is making fun of why would you always make fun of that jumper god because oh i god. never thought this is why i don't try like that this is why i don't try because I... people laugh at me <laughs> oh my god i came dressed up to one thing and she's laughing at me still i'm not laughing later. i just if i went shopping for you and i saw that i'd never be like oh that's totally Ange. i would get that for her that's it's, all it was it surprising. well because you weren't friends with me during that phase when what I was are you like, talking about when i was a little a little sluttier, maybe dressing. It's not a slutty. Okay. Oh, Anyways. then what was it? Why is it funny then? It I'm just, funny. I wouldn't have, I would never have thought you would buy a jumper that has a built-in necklace. That's all. I just <laughs> never, like, that's not what I imagined for you, but I love that you bought it. It doesn't matter. <sighs> Sorry. All right. We're done here. Are we? All right. Well, I thought Char just said something and I don't remember. Bring it, Char. I don't even know what any good leftover said. stories or what? Not really. You guys <laughs> heard the story a half an hour ago about how I like spilled all my food on my laptop. Shower's <laughs> had a big week too. Oh, Char, well, Shar and I had an interesting San Francisco morning. Oh, I forgot ago. about there. I, I I blocked out all the interesting parts of that breakfast. While Ange was in Mexico, uh, uh, Aaron and I met up on a, was that a Saturday or a Sunday? It was a Saturday, Saturday morning. morning. Uh, we recorded an interview for SF Film. Yes, we did. And uh, <laughs> that went great. And then um, we decided to go, you know, grab a bite to eat. And we went to a, uh, 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 the Melt on Market Street. And that was a very interesting <laughs> us trying to catch up and have and like we thought we chose like this place that's like it's you know like it's 11 o'clock on yeah. a 10 30 11 yeah 10 30 11 o'clock yeah. on a saturday morning who's gonna go to the melt to go have to, to you know like who's gonna bother us there? Like in downtown like financial district yeah yeah literally like, market and fifth Something yeah, like who that. goes there for brunch? Yeah. Well, nobody. No, unless you're, <laughs> yeah, working or whatever. Yeah. But here's the thing. And, you know, it's the whole conversation around homeless people and blah, blah, blah. This one guy came in. I have a feeling the workers there who are maybe all of 20 years old, 21, mm. maybe. Uh, he's probably come in a few times and wants food. Okay. And then asked us for food. And I was like, no. And then, of course, we're really the only people in there eating except for one other guy, maybe or two. I don't know. Mm. And he was hanging around us. And the workers didn't know how to handle it. And mm -hmm. that's that's my challenge with anyone that that does have to, you know, have run ins with homeless people. You don't shout at them. You're not shaming them out of your place because that's not going to work, first of all. And you're making everyone uncomfortable so Shar and I are just sitting there like uh and they're yelling at this guy he leaves finally and then he buddy comes back and they're yelling at him again I'm like just you know give him some water or something and like walk him out and I was telling Shar I work at a place where we have homeless folks and you know whatever randos come in and the owner of the bar is really good about how to handle that situation so but it was very like very San Francisco. Yeah, it was it was a very like welcome to San Francisco kind of like we hadn't done anything in person in this in no. San Francisco in a while. And no. I like 
you know, parked in the car, got out of the car yep. to go to the interview. And I was telling, I walked into the, into uh, the hotel where the presser was. I told Aaron, I'm like, welcome to San Francisco. We're back to normal. Everybody it was people yelling at each other down the street. It was like, like n- nine in the morning. Yeah. It was all, it was all the things. Yeah. There's a yeah. lot going on. It is. It is tricky though. That reminds me when I was working on the campaign, our campaign headquarters was right on Deviz and yeah. Oak. Yeah. Um, and mm. uh, fell. Um, and there was a lot of foot traffic there. And and I would often be in there alone, you know, in the middle of the day, at night, whatever. And I've had like a handful of time, at least five to 10 times, never the same person twice. But, you know, someone who, you know, maybe was a little mentally ill or homeless come in and seem aggressive or or just hungry or just needed the yeah. bathroom. Right. And I always had food and I'm always just like, yeah, of course. This, I mean, a, a campaign headquarters should be a community office, you know? So I'm like, yeah, of course do this, do this. But I did feel threatened a lot. And I would um, thankfully had the next door uh, liquor store workers. I would just call them and be like, can you just come and just, just make sure that like, you know, I don't get like beat up (laughs) or like hurt because that's too, but yeah, never yelling. I mean, that would never be my instinct, you know? And if somebody needs something, of course you can have it. It's just like, it's really touchy and, and yes, and tricky. And I feel like maybe there should be like training, you know, for employees or on how to like deal with these things and who to call for resources, uh, because it's, it's very real. And these are humans, you know, it's yes. like, I don't know. You have to know we're how to trained, de-escalate. We're not trained or taught no. any of this kind of stuff. And, and no. if you're in there alone, like if I had a, a, a team, then it, I would be a little less scared and I could probably handle it on my own, but I didn't, you know, and as a woman and all these things add up. Yeah. So yeah, there needs to be training and resources that at the ready, you know, just like 911, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. And no. de-escalation. Yeah. All that stuff. No, no, so, that wasn't happening. Yeah. <laughs> the melt <laughs> at all. Crazy. It was rough. It was rough. Uh, we got through it, though. Right, Char? Oh, yeah. And it, was, and it was nice for us to just kind of sit and chill out for. I mean, like, yeah, that's, that's what we were all like. That was what we were both looking forward to. It's like, yeah, when was the last time we just like got to chill and like eat and just you know besides relax uh, yeah yeah and not rushing somewhere to do something right yeah yeah but anyways that was a good interview i i enjoyed myself and i thank you for driving down i'm sure there wasn't any traffic though that's the only plus coming in a saturday morning oh that was that was a breeze (laughs) that was right of a of a a morning because yeah we even yeah, we were done. I dropped you off at uh, work. Yeah, at work at noon, and then yeah. I was just like, I was home, and I was like, like back by one, the, back in front of the TV. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that was good. Um, I don't have anything else. Just life's life's been interesting. Just learning how to work differently. So, and like life is coming back. Like everybody's just like, we're back already or something. That Let me tell you that, too. but that COVID circle is closing in. I'll tell you what, I'm not going to say anything more, but. Hmm. I mean, months ago we were saying like, now it's not even, I know someone's friend of a friend. It's like our friends, our family. <laughs> yeah. 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 We'll see how it goes here. I don't know. I feel like we're the only business, the business I'm working at is the only one checking for Vax cards. And again, that doesn't really prevent getting COVID, but I think it's a nice safety (laughs) 
nice safety thing to do uh, for the public. But Jeff and I have been out and about and no one no one checks for that shit. Mm-hmm. Not at all. Have you Not- had any pushback when you asked for Vax cards? Uh, only like, oh, I didn't know we're still doing that. Not shittily. And we're like, yeah, we're it just depends on the business. That's what we're doing. That's yeah. all. So. Well, I think that's a good thing about where you work, though. A certain type of person enters there that is going to be, I think, a little more open minded, not as aggressive. And, you know, just because of the vibe of the place. Yeah, I hope so. I really <laughs> I don't want to deal with anyone. But if anyone's aggro, it's also like we also have outside seating. So if you don't have a vax card and you're not vaccinated, then just sit outside. The other thing I will note is that I feel like uh, I see vax cards and people being being vaccinated, but I haven't seen a lot of I'd say maybe it's like 50 50 on boosters. So. Which I'm like, come on, yeah. y'all. Come I know on. somebody that was. Um, yeah, they they you know, they I appreciate that they got the you know, the vaccination in the first place, but they were just like, ah, that's enough. I don't need a booster, blah, 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 blah. And like was just going about their life and like, sure enough coming down the line and like uh, f- through the grapevine they're like oh so and so got covid and i'm like that's because that stupid ass didn't get a booster and like, yeah. yeah pretty much yeah i don't know to answer uh, to Angie's point i was gonna call you aunt to Angie's point earlier about the differences in countries taking it seriously and not taking it seriously i mean we've kind of fucked ourselves <laughs> well that that's what so, my friend stephanie was saying because you know she's lives with among expats and talks to international travelers all the time. And it's like, wow, the America's true colors are really shining through Ooh. like not just, not even just with COVID, but our education system, uh, everything. I mean, everything military LGBTQ rights, women's yep. rights. Like we're yep. just, we're just airing all our fucking dirty laundry. And, and now that these other countries are like, they're not the superpower that they once were, or they maybe ever thought they were. <laughs> and it's just like real obvious now. So. Yeah. Let's talk about a big lie. It's called mm-hmm. the America. It's not fucking the 2020 election. Uh, we're not going to get to it. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. Have Merry a nice Christmas, day. everybody. <laughs> it's been great. Uh, everything's great. We haven't even talked to the talked about the greatest movie of all time that you finally got to see. Oh, oh you saw it's going to have to be. That has to be. I know that has to be a special episode. Okay. And now yeah. let's talk about it after Shar sees it. Let's talk about it after Shar goes. I will. It. No, because you know what? I was supposed to see it a week ago because uh, shit happened. But anyways, yeah. I am. I can I can definitely see it. I'll try to see it this week. Yeah, that has to be a separate because I have so many thoughts. <laughs> I already have. I already have. Uh, I really want to see if we can get the Daniels back on now that Ann just seen it. Seriously. Yeah, I, I would sure we could. I'm and sure I need to listen to your interview back. now. I've been waiting to listen to your interview till after I watch it because I want to be like, what would I have asked? And then I want to see what similar things we would have asked, dude, or not. But yeah, so I'm, uh, I'm just. Uh, that fucking movie dude and it's doing well and it's gonna be in theaters longer like that's why i was able to see it remember i told you when i came back i checked before i left for mexico and it wasn't gonna be in the theater nearby and then when i came back i was like oh shit they extended the play yes to see it yeah yep okay char homework yeah that's what i'm I'm texting if you can uh 
everything we're talking about. I didn't even see every or say it. Everything everywhere all at once. Oh, are we leaving this in the episode? <laughs> I this yes. No, we're still recording. Yeah. We so were. so we need to have like an offshoot conversation about this uh, a recorded conversation because stay tuned. I've been holding on to this movie since March 17th. <laughs> Not being able to talk to you guys about it really is fucking it's not my fault. I was on my way to see you, see it with you. <laughs> That's true. That is fucking true. Char was supposed to see it with me. So and they moved um, it up an hour. Yep. That was, oh yeah. Jesus. That seems like a million years ago. Uh, anyways, that's been your basic bitch, uh, for the month of April, really. Cause we really haven't done one since Reno yeah. and it's not April anymore. I know, but we're recapping what is oh. in April. Okay. So. <laughs> um, oh, boy. as usual, thanks for listening. And we have a lot going on this month, so, uh, we will definitely be entertaining you and uh yeah happy aapi heritage month also check you later if you like what you hear rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts for more information about us you can head to bitchtalkpodcast.com this podcast is created hosted and executive produced by aaron lynn my co-host is angela tabora aka captain party the show's edited by producer Shar. We're powered by GoTo Productions. <laughs>